What's up, everybody? I'm Steph. And I'm Mari. We are two licensed professional counselors in the state of Wisconsin, and this is the Rewriting Her Story podcast, a mindset podcast for everyone. Here we'll discuss daily issues we face ourselves, struggles our clients are having, and ways to tackle everyday life and whatever else comes up. We take a no-bullshit approach while still being empathetic and supportive. Let's Let's fucking fucking go. go. Go, go, go. Oh, CJ's, CJ's good at this. He's so good at this. We love you, CJ. Shout out. Shout out to my brother. Anyways, welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. Back to Rewriting Her Story with Steph and Mari. This We've is, missed you. Oh, are we in episode 10? This is episode 10. Can you oh even believe it? Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't. I can't. Same. And, like, let's talk about where are our streams at. So, when I checked earlier today, it was at 650. And I feel like when we get to 1,000... I wish people could see me. I'm doing a dance. She's shimmying. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when we get to 1,000 streams, we should do something cool for our listeners. I don't know what. I think we should do a giveaway. I know that we have things that we can give away. But I think we could also do something with, like, a live interaction with us. Like... Where people can hop on with us, whether it's a live on Facebook or a live on Instagram, something, because we want to talk to people and like get their feedback and tell them thank you and all the things. I agree. I would love to do a live on Instagram or Facebook. We did Facebook for one of our like, promoting the master mm-hmm. classes. So let's do Instagram. Like we've never done a live on Instagram. We have let's not. Do it. Okay. Also, giveaway we definitely would do a giveaway with that live yes we could definitely we're doing do it we just have to figure out the you logistics of the first, giveaway. folks <laughs> <laughs> on whispers in the dark with steph and murray <laughs> <laughs> that's my sexy voice in case you guys are wondering oh it's really not actually <laughs> i literally was like i don't have a sexy voice because my daughter was like ew that's what you sound like and i was like i know right oh god I'm like, <laughs> it's so Wisconsin. I'm like, hey, we are, how are dude. <laughs> stop it. I was talking to someone about this the other day about how, like, you know, when you hear somebody from the South, you're like, oh my God, I love your accent. If people tell me I can tell you're from Wisconsin, I'm like, ew, that's rude. I'm offended. What does that even mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I just like to eat sausage and cheese, okay? <laughs> I love a good beer, a good ale. <laughs> Go Brewers, say hey, Packers. Oh. Ew. <laughs> Oops. Oh, my God. Uh, I cannot. Speaking of things I love. Today, we are talking about love in the context of love languages, which, let me just tell you guys, when I first heard about the love languages, I believe you probably talking about them years ago, to be honest. I didn't realize oh, it was I a did. book. I did. Well, I didn't know it was a book, and I also didn't know it was like a Jesus book. But you're like, yeah, but it doesn't have to be a Jesus book. Like, it's, <laughs> that's not what it's for. And I was like, I just didn't know that it was like, you know, whatever. But in looking into them, holy fuck do they make sense. And I love telling people about it who don't. Like, who know about it but don't, or when they really, like, take a deep dive into figuring out what theirs is and asking their partner what theirs is, and then, like, oh, my God, this makes so much fucking sense. Like, it just gets me really excited. I love the five love languages. When my, like, my mom is a Bible-thumping Jesus freak. No disrespect to anybody out there who Kathleen, is we love thumping you. with the Bible. Get it. Shout out, Kathleen. Hi, Luke. <laughs> 
get it. If that is your jam, that's your yes. jam. We're here for it. Yep. We literally accept everyone in every, every stage, wherever you're at. We don't care. Mm-hmm. We literally don't. You accept us. We accept you. And even if you don't accept us, we still accept you. <laughs> it's fine. So looking at that, she was like, Mary, you really need it back, back to the Wisconsin. Accent. Mary. <laughs> Mary. No, that's Richard really H. Five love Mar, you got to see the sun down here. Mar. <laughs> Oh, my dad. Like, what are you a caveman? What is going on? Oh, my God. She was, she preached these love languages, and I was like, whatever. It is, there's no way, right? And then I got the book because she gave it to me. (laughs) She found it at Goodwill. (laughs) I was waiting. Bro, water water almost just came out of my nose. That hurt so bad. I felt like you're underwater. Oh my god! <laughs> she, she found the book at Goodwill and was like, "Here you go." And I was like, "Okay." I think it was when my husband, my one and only husband, and now ex-husband, was deployed, and it was like five love languages for military spouses. It's like chicken soup for the soul. <laughs> yes, yes. I feel like I should have done, like, a little intro there to my throat noise of, like, Siege, here comes the throat noise. <laughs> Anyways. Also, I apologize if you guys can hear my cat in the background. Like, he's yep. losing his mind because uh-huh. I went on vacation, and he can't, he cannot handle it. Like, Zeus he is very attention on me. He's like, how, how dare you? Don't ever how dare do you that want? again. Yeah. So, it's not a baby. It's just my cat. So, I'm not, no one's being neglected. It's just Zeus. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you see him on Instagram stories if you follow That's me. That's fact. I digress. I digress. So my mom definitely was all about the love languages, and I got into it, started reading it, and I was like, holy shnikes. This makes sense. This makes so much sense. So if you know nothing about the love languages, Dr. Gary Chapman wrote the book, there's many different versions, so it's like the five love languages, the five love languages for deployed. Like, it goes into many different variations, right? But ultimately, the premise is, is there's five love languages love languages of how you give and receive love. So, the five are gifts, acts of service, quality time, physical touch, and words of affirmation. So, the way that you give love may not be the same as you receive love. So the way that I give love is acts of service. I love to do things for other people to be able to make their day easier and make um, just life easier on them in general. I also love words of affirmation, but that one ties into it being my love language. I love words of affirmation. I love validation. Do not get me wrong. There can be a negative part to this, or uh, I guess a negative connotation to this, where people are like, well, then that's just using you using external validation. I know what I bring to the table. I have done a lot of self-work, and so I encourage you to do a lot of self-work with a therapist on your own reading books, whatever it may look like, to do that, that work on yourself to be able to understand what you bring to the table and not be afraid to cut off anybody who isn't serving the greater good, which is you. Because again, like our last episode, if you're not taking care of you first, it does not matter what else is going on. You can't give out to other people. So first and foremost, I take care of me first, but then looking at that, I love validation. I love Mm -hmm. people to tell me I'm doing a good job. I love to hear that people love the podcast. I love to hear that people think I'm a good therapist. I love that shit. It makes me want to keep going. I love 
getting praise. That's just me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really funny when you were talking about that. I was thinking I am everybody else's biggest motherfucking cheerleader on this planet. Like you ask the fitness people that I, you know, mm-hmm. surround myself with or people that are online. They're like, dude, you are always so supportive. You're like the best cheerleader, which is true because I enjoy building people yes. up. It really gives me joy to make somebody's day, even if it's just with one compliment or one praise or whatever it may be. But then when it comes back on to me. With certain things, I have a very hard time accepting it, which is a cognitive distortion, and I'm fully aware that it's discounting the positives of things. Mm-hmm. But then there's also situations where, like, I need that from people, right? And not that I need their approval or I need their validation, but I need words of affirmation so I can understand where they're coming from in this situation, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. However, I know you to a fault, so... right. Explore that a little bit more, unpack that more. I just feel like with some people, words of affirmation are more important than from other people. And it it's not that that's what the whole relationship is based on, but I feel like, I don't know, it's weird because I can get words of affirmation from some people and I can internalize it and it feels really good. And then I can get it from other people and I'm like, I don't believe you. Right? Like, it it doesn't, my brain really doesn't make sense, you guys. I'll be the first to admit that. My brain does really crazy things sometimes. And sorting through that has been quite the trip. But that's a me issue, right? Like, that's a me issue of internalizing Mm -hmm. what somebody is giving to me and how I am choosing to interpret it. That is not an easy pill to swallow. And that is what I teach people all the time of, like, sure, you can look at it that way, but let's try looking at it this way. But they're convinced that, you know, the first way is the only way. And I know that's what I'm doing. Sometimes it's just really hard to get myself out of convincing myself that, you know, that person didn't mean it or that wasn't real or they're just giving me bullshit or whatever it may be. And this is like everybody has these struggles and I'm well aware. Um, But I think when trying to figure out how I receive love from other people – Even gifts, right? Like, who doesn't like to get presents? Fucking everybody likes to get presents. I get so weird with presents. I get so awkward sometimes where I'm like, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't feel like I deserve (laughs) this. Like, why did I get this? You know? But, like, it it makes me happy. I just, excuse me, have a hard time accepting things from, excuse me, sorry for all the burping. What is happening? (laughs) Fucking Chipotle for dinner. Anyways, Chipotle, if you want to sponsor us, please feel free. I have a hard time. Oh my God, please, for the love of God. <laughs> I have a hard time accepting. I will sell my soul, please. <laughs> literally. I have a hard time accepting a lot of things from other people. And I think that's honestly probably like a stubborn pride thing, if I'm being honest. But I think that that definitely ties into willfulness and willingness. DBT. Of the difference between willingness and willfulness. Mm-hmm. So willingness is being able to work towards your goals, to um, attempt to put into perspective what is effective and what is going to help you move towards those goals, even if it's not necessarily something that you want to do in in the moment. And then willfulness is pride or ego showing up and being like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm mm-hmm. not going to choose the opposite of what works. I'm just going to sit and do absolutely nothing and or work actively against those goals. And that sometimes is what that willfulness looks like of... I'm going to believe it from some people, but like maybe the people who are closest to me that I'm. 
Rewriting her story is experiencing some technical difficulties. Please stand by. So, here's the fucking thing. <laughs> here's we the real to, life of podcasting. We got to 16 minutes and 4 seconds, and I periodically check on the different apps that we use because Steph and I record separately, right? Then CJ, who is a godsend, who is Steph's brother, puts all the magic together, right? So I went to go check on it and it said it stopped recording and we were at minute 25. Mine stopped at 16 minutes, so... Which means nine minutes of magic was only recorded (laughs) on one end, which made no sense. It doesn't because it's just stuff going, "Mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. it's literally me going, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, for like a good two and a half minutes. And then it basically sounds like me just talking to myself. So it's so frustrating, but okay. <laughs> but we refuse to scrap I, the beginning of it and I start over. Refuse because this was such a good episode, and it will yes. be a good episode. And so. it will continue to be a good episode. Here we go. I was, when I got cut off, talking about <laughs> willfulness and willingness. And so I was kind of wrapping that up. And I don't necessarily know if we were moving on to then the way that we, so we obviously, the love languages, the way that we receive love is different, can be different from the way that we give love. And so I definitely remember us talking about for your birthday, us getting together and that Mm -hmm. you were able to recognize that the way that you receive love could also be quality time because we were able to have that time together and just decompress and just have friend time, which has been, it was so awesome to just be in that space and not have to feel mm-hmm. like there were any obligations or had to meet anything. It was just us hanging out. Well, and I started to say that I think that I've convinced myself that I don't need those things, right? With the pandemic, because so many people are like, I can't see my friends. I can't do this. I can't do that. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, I love being alone. I don't need it. Yeah. But then when I get it, I'm like, oh, but I do love it and I do miss it. And I think that gets lost sometimes. Same thing with physical touch. I don't need it, mm-hmm. but it's great when it happens, but I don't I don't crave it necessarily. And we got to talking too. I think this was cut out um, about, you know, being in a marriage. And I think it's very common for men's love language to be physical touch. Mm -hmm. And that is how they show their significant other that they love them. And when they don't receive it back, they view that as, well, you don't love me anymore. I've heard that in counseling sessions. I've heard that from friends. Like, obviously, I was married at one point as well. It's really hard to... Well, I shouldn't say that because, well, here's the thing. I also really get irritated when people say, like, it's just so hard. So I'm trying not to say that because I don't like it. You know what I mean? So what I'm trying to say is when two people do not have a concrete understanding of one another's love language, trying to not make them understand, but trying to be vulnerable with them and, and getting them to understand what it is that you need that could be the complete opposite of theirs. I mean, wires can get crossed, right? It can get confusing because you're like, yeah, but I show you I love you by having sex with you. Mm-hmm. And then in my head, I'm like, well, you show me you love me by fucking mowing the lawn, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, mm-hmm. it, they're completely different things, but that's because we're completely different people and that's okay. Right. I was just going to say, it's absolutely okay to have these opposite love languages. It's attempting to, if you understand or know your partner's love language, the way that they receive love, let's operate in that Mm-hmm. So like you said, Leah, we were both married once a long, long time ago. <laughs> many, many years ago. Many, many moons ago. Once upon a time. <laughs> Although this was not a fairy tale. 
This was no motherfucking Cinderella yeah. story, let me tell you. God, was this, that T Swift song? And not a fairy tale, I'm the worst fucking singer. Not that I'm giving it my all. Please understand that if my American Idol tryouts ever came out, y'all would be sorry. Anyways, I definitely think, though, it takes time to get to understand where your partner is and to try to speak that love language and to be able to sit there and be vulnerable in those moments and say, well, this, this is how I'm accepting this love or the story that I'm telling myself by you just asking for sex when I come home after a 14 hour day is that you don't even value hanging out with me mm-hmm. and having that vulnerable moment, that person could be like, oh my God, no, no, that's not what I, I just love all. you so much that like, I want to touch you, yes, that's but that's not me. how we perceive it. Right. <laughs> just, like, I just <laughs> There is a song that goes I want to touch you all over. <laughs> oh my god. No again. I was like Depeche Mode. Is that I feel like that's the that's the band. It's got to be, right? <laughs> I just when know too happy Gilmore. Oh, you want to trust myself. <laughs> Oh my god. I hope, I pray to God people are driving to work listening to this. Like, we're, it's, it's 7 a.m. in the morning. It's 8 a.m. I wasn't really ready. Talking about I wasn't this. ready. Yeah. Buckle up. <laughs> so, being able to look at having those open, vulnerable moments of, like, this is, this is where I'm at. This is the story I'm telling myself. And having your partner be able to challenge that for you or to say, like, oh, my gosh, no, that's not what I was meaning. Like, I just, I haven't seen you all day, and I just want to be around you. I just want to be in your space. Like, I love you so much, blah, 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 whatever. The important part is, is attempting to recognize and know what your partner is feeling. And that can only happen by taking these love language tests, right? So Steph and I are sitting here like, love language, blah, 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 blah. And I'm sure you guys are like, okay, how do we learn about that? If you don't want to read the full book, which I get, I get. There are, you just Google. Google love yep. five love languages by Dr. Jerry, Jerry, what? Jerry <laughs> Chapman. <laughs> Dr. Jerry. By Dr. Jerry Seinfeld. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. I love him so much. <laughs> when I think about I'm, I'm so irritated. I'm really trying to make I actually don't touch we... myself to Jerry Seinfeld. No. Let's just be clear. Oh I do not. <laughs> no. What? He's the worst. <laughs> he literally reminds me of my dad. Because <laughs> it's always to watch Fraser and Jerry Seinfeld. I was like, nine and I was like I don't get the jokes dad what are you talking about <laughs> he was like <laughs> and now I get them and I'm like it makes sense but anyways oh that's a completely off on a tangent <laughs> just really upset we lost nine minutes anyways you can google Dr. Gary Chapman and any of the love languages, any of those tests that come up, you can honestly take them. And it's going to give you a series of questions, and it's going to um, vacillate back and forth between all of them. And it will reword the question. So if you feel like, oh, I've already answered this. Yeah, you probably have, but it's rewording it to make sure that that's the choice that you wanted to choose. Take this blindly. Please, first, first reaction that comes to you, answer it. Don't sit there and think about the question, because then... If you've listened to this podcast or known anything about the five love languages, you might be skewing your results. So really mm-hmm. just try to take it with an open mind and notice what comes up for you. 
oftentimes most people don't just have one love language. Most people have a couple. And it again, like we've talked about, I don't know if I got cut out or not, but <laughs> but we've talked about that it changes from relationship to relationship, right? The way that you are with one person might not be the way that you are with another. I also feel like that varies on the way that you are vulnerable and open with that person. Yes. I even think that words of affirmation are something that's incredibly vulnerable that not everybody is really good at and it feels weird to them or it feels it could even feel disingenuine if they're really trying to change how they do things right or how they word things or think about things or xyz it can be overwhelming that doesn't mean that it's wrong it's just different and just like anything else it takes practice absolutely well there it is (laughs) absolutely I'm, like, hyper-vigilant that this isn't recording, so I just made it smaller. Like, it's a little box in my corner now that I can see that the words, the numbers are just ticking. I feel better. Okay, good. (laughs) Ultimately, I think the biggest takeaway for love languages for me is that they change. Mm -hmm. And to not be ashamed or embarrassed of what your love language is. Because, I mean, let's, let's touch on this so... Well, it doesn't have to be so quick, but let's touch on this honestly. I have a lot of people who do have a love language of gifts, and Mm -hmm. so many people come to me and they're like, well, I just feel so self-centered, right? I just feel so selfish for thinking or expecting that that's what people should do for me, that's what they have to give me, or, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever the conversation looks like. Explore that. Explore why. Where did you learn that it wasn't okay for you to accept or receive things, especially if someone's giving them of their own free will? These aren't things Mm -hmm. that you're requesting. It's just things that are, people are giving to you and that you love and that cherish. But then now you're sitting here shaming yourself of like, well, I don't deserve this. I don't need this. Blah, 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 blah. Just use my name next time you want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Call me out. That's fucking rude. But first of all. Bitch, I'm the same way. I just get really weird. I get get awkward where I'm like, I don't deserve this. This is weird. But it's not about me, right? Right. It's about that person showing me affection with a gift, and that's okay. I think that our society has also conditioned us to feel like we can't accept these things from people. Mm -hmm. Like, we can't just, like, you're not allowed to. Like, it's selfish if you accept gifts from people or, or like, compliments. Or, like, because this has come up, like, two to three times in different sessions across this week even of, like, well, I I want to accept those things. Those are nice things. Like, compliments I'm talking about. Like, Mm -hmm. well, I I want to accept those things. It's nice. But then I feel really self-centered when I'm taking it. But you've earned that compliment, though. You Mm -hmm. did that. You're the one who performed on that that phone call. You're the one who performed on that that, conversation. report that you had to give you're the person who who turned in xyz you're the person who led that team why do you not deserve that let's explore well at the end of the day it comes down to their own internal dialogue of feeling undeserving and it's nothing to do with whether or not they earned it right if you don't feel like you're worthy of it you're going to convince yourself that you're being self-centered or that you're being a dick by just accepting somebody saying something nice about you as opposed to flipping that and being like i fucking worked the shit out of that i did earn that Mm -hmm. right it's all in how you perceive the situation Absolutely. Oh, there it is. <laughs> With enthusiasm, I did. it I was, was like, great. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my land. I think overall being open to exploring it is step number one. Right? I yeah. think we think that we know 
ourselves pretty good or our partners pretty good, but a lot of people are really surprised when they actually take these quizzes and they're like, holy fuck, I didn't know that that's how you showed affection or I didn't know that that's what you needed to feel loved. I had no idea. Yeah, because we don't talk about it because mm-hmm. it's easier not to. But mm-hmm. is it? No, because it's causing more fucking fights. So just take the quiz, figure it out, and then do the work to do those things. And nobody's telling you to force yourself to give people gifts, mm-hmm. right? Nobody's forcing you to be a hype man or a cheerleader. Nobody's forcing you to have sex 24-7. But it's having the understanding of if this is how my partner receives love and this is important to me and them, then there's times that I have to make more of an effort. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And here's the thing. If you don't feel like your needs are being met, that is the perfect time to have that dialogue. So, right, Mm -hmm. like how many times were we in our different separate relationships, but that kind of paralleled each other of our, our different marriages of where we felt that that physical touch or response was expected of us. But then we were like, Mm -hmm. what? So, by all means, please understand that Steph and I are not like, you need to do X, Y, Z. Right. Like, we're not doing that. However, this is a beautiful opportunity for you to take a step back and look at, okay, here are some things that are showing up in my relationship that need to be talked about before we go further. Because this is what this person is expecting and or wanting and or feeling like they need from me. And here's what I'm expecting, wanting and or needing. How do we come together? How do we merge? Mm -hmm. Well, and being clear, this just came to me and I I don't really know why, but being clear that using your person's partners, whomever love language, like using it as a weapon is never okay. Never. Right? So punishing somebody by not giving them what they need to feel loved, not okay. No. Not okay at all, ever. Disrespectful. So yes. And that's a moment where you have to check yourself and ask yourself these hard questions of, is this effective? Is this effective to ignore my partner for a week and make them question everything in their relationship? Is it effective to withhold any sort of physical affection because you want to get back at them? No. Have a fucking conversation. Be an adult. Yes. You cross a boundary of 12 hours, you really need to look. Like, let's take a step back. Oh, you said a week, and I was like, bitch, if you don't find a week. Like, here's the thing. If you find yourself operating against these things... 12 hours max, there needs to be a conversation had. There absolutely needs to be some sort of discussion, right? So One million percent. We will tap into vulnerability more as these episodes go on. I think Steph and I have definitely wanted to get some of these groundwork things out of the way. We are always, always, always open to talking about this. I love talking about the love languages. I obviously am the one who brought it up to Steph. Like... Shit's my jam. I want everybody to get on the same page. So if you have questions, comments, concerns, want to talk about it further, our handles will be in the show notes. Please reach out to us. We love speaking about anything therapy related. We just love talking, period. So like, honestly, let's just cut that front. I I love talking. So if you want to talk about mm, anything, I'm here. I was just going to say, you know what would be really cool is if listeners emailed us at rewritingherstorypodcast at gmail.com of like a question that you guys have of like, how would I deal with this? How could I work through this? Dude, I'm fucking here for it. Let's do it. That's a way to interact with you guys. Like we would love that. So please feel free. Please feel free and know that if you want it anonymous, we will absolutely keep it anonymous. We are therapists first and foremost. So confidentiality is our jam. I say that a lot. I say is our jam a lot, but that's my shit. Yeah. 
One million percent. So, you know, like, subscribe, share, tell everybody, share it on your social media. We love you guys for sharing it and for yes. listening and for supporting us first and foremost. It has been incredible. I can't believe we're on episode 10. That's so crazy. Oh. And I just think about where we're going to be at by like the end of the year. It's just nuts to me, but so cool. You know, can I tell you something? Please do. In my goals that I write for myself every year, when I listen to my Rachel Hollis podcast, I think it's episode 72, might be 76. I don't know. Look in the seventies. The title is the daily practice that changed my life. Amen. So I listen to that podcast and I rewrite my goals every year. I don't even know why I'm staying in the whispers in the dark voice. I don't even know. Anyways, I listen to the podcast and I rewrite my goals yearly. I check in every six months. And sometimes they stay the same. Sometimes they don't. But one of my goals is the second goal on the list is that we have a successful podcast. And my date on there is 821. So in my head, I'm like August of of this year. Like Mm -hmm. shit's booming booming like we're selling merchandise we're selling out you know like <laughs> high school stadiums. backyards maybe i don't know living rooms whatever <laughs> i'm here for it i was gonna say high school stadiums maybe not maybe not arenas but like coming in alive <laughs> you have an auditorium we're there for it let's do it Please. you seat 30 done I need 10 tickets myself for my family. So, like, that right there is a great audience. I don't even care if my nephews are, like, eating popcorn in the front row. Like, Momo! Like, hey, Momo's here for it. (laughs) No, that we love this. So if you guys want anything talked about, we're here for it. We'll keep it anonymous. And we'll answer all your questions. But also, yes, please, we like will. we said in the beginning, stay tuned. A thousand streams. We are doing a giveaway. We are doing a live on Instagram. All of that will obviously be coming on our Instagram, our certain pages, to be able to notify people so people, if they want to show up, they can show up. But we're doing this. Yes. Yes, we are. And we appreciate you guys so, so, so much. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.